Hello and welcome to another edition of the Dell Technologies Technical Series podcast. Just rolls off the tongue, that doesn't it? Oh, From yeah. uh, Tech Data Advanced Solutions. So my name is Rick McAvoy. I'm uh, joined today by uh, one of our colleagues from Dell, Keith Dyer. So I'd like to open these up with a bit of an opening question, just to kind of get inside your brain, give give people an idea of, of how you think and, and, and what you're about, really. So if there was a TV series that you could completely erase from your mind and go back and watch fresh from the start again, what would it be? Um... <laughs> <don't know. laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to go with Sopranos, right? And I'm Sopranos. only going to say The Sopranos because my wife's never seen it, right? <laughs> and it's one of those where I'd want to go back and see it again, but yeah, I don't think I could go back and see it again with her knowing what happens. I'm probably thinking 24, if Ooh. you ever remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like the first of the, you know, kind of the binge watching, you know, series and before Netflix and... Yeah, so probably 24. Decent, like that. Um, so, before we get properly into it, just tell us a little bit about who who is Keith Dyer? Yeah, sure, Rick. Well, first of all, it's great to be here and, uh, you know, good to have this chat. Um, so, yeah, I'm Keith Dyer. I live in the northwest of uh, the UK, Stockport. Um, obviously working with distribution. I like the name Stockport because of stock <laughs> and port. <laughs> Um, so the combination works quite well as a career, I think. Um, yeah, I've lived here most of my life. Um, I did study in Leeds for five years and I also lived in uh, the Netherlands in Amsterdam for a year as well. Um, been married for 13 years uh, to Julie, uh, two children, uh, 11 year old Phoebe and seven year old Jacob. And um, yeah, at the weekends, I help coach um, my son's uh, football team. Um, so that keeps me busy. And um, yeah, I, I enjoy playing golf from time to time. But um, yeah, it's uh, fi- finding hard to have five hours in a day to play. But um, I, d- I do enjoy that. Well, in terms of what you do within Dell, and like you say, you work with distribution, which is is, is how we know each other. <laughs> so what have your previous experiences been in, in your career and, and what is it exactly that you do with Dell? Yeah, sure, Rick. So, you know, previous experiences, I've always really been in pre-sales. Um, so, yeah, started out in, uh, I worked for Cisco for 13 years, um, worked for, for Dell now just over four years. Had a, had a little break and uh, came back on the 20th of June. Um, in terms of what I do now, um, I'm the technical executive covering uh, tech data across EMEA. And um, yeah, really, I'm there to focus, drive support and, um, and help accelerate the partnership and grow in the infrastructure solutions group business. So we, we call that ISG. That really includes, you know, server storage, data protection, hyperconvergence, and then that journey to a hybrid multi-cloud as well. Um, in terms of the team, you know, it's 18 countries between 50 to 60 pre-sales resources, which obviously you're one of them, Rick, a key member within the UK. <laughs> 
And um, and then also I partner with uh, some colleagues on our side, uh, local partner systems engineers, um, up to you know sixteen of those as well. Well, that's that's kind of key, isn't it? Because you can't with with a portfolio as broad as the Dell EMC ISG portfolio, you can't be the point of contact for everything. You can't know everything, right? So no. roping in the appropriate PSEs or subject matter experts wherever is 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 kind of key to you being able to do your job i guess yeah absolutely um yeah i'm a big believer in you know two heads are better than one um you know as you say the the portfolio is diverse we have overlays that we can we can lean on obviously you know we've got our own specialization as well um but yeah i i, I think overall you know customers are looking for business outcomes partners are trying to address those outcomes and you know, I think the portfolio we have can really help and working with you guys, uh, tech data is key to that. Excellent. Um, did you say you work with 18 countries across Amir? 18, yeah. 18. Wow. Okay. So, so how do you, how do you find that? I'd, I'd imagine it's a very different, uh, experience day to day dealing with people. So I know we're regularly on calls with you with people from the Netherlands, from Spain. Yeah. Uh, I suppose building those relationships and getting those messages across must be quite tricky in in all those different languages and all those different um, you know, working styles from different countries, right? Yeah, absolutely, Rick. I mean, yeah, it's, some people could say, you know, it's a difficult job. I, I see it as, you know, it's a challenge and, and also it drives a lot of opportunity as well. You know, if we can share the knowledge, um, the experiences, the culture, the perspectives from all those countries, it really, you know, can accelerate learnings. Um, being a native English speaker, I can speak a little bit of German, a very tiny bit of French, but just try and be humble about it, really, and, um, you know, just actively listen to them and enjoy being in their company and challenging them and, you know, challenging uh, myself across you know whether it's the UK or any other country in Amir really um, and also taking their feedback on board you know in terms of you know when we say what are the focus areas it's not just a UK centric focus area it's actually we've taken into account you know other countries perspectives as well and every country is unique um, of course and um, and then I think the other thing that's kind of helped um, we, you know, we just build a foundation in, in the Amir team, and then you know, you you take it that last mile, um, localize it in other languages, of course, put your own value add in there as well, and um, so it's kind of a win-win. Well, I think it's it's opened up the way that we work because I think uh, I think we met in probably about 2018 in a technical forum in Madrid. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but that engagement then across all the different geographies is really helpful from from a, a UK pre-sales perspective. So I, I regularly am now looking at what, say, Tom Lambrecht's in Belgium's doing. Excellent. Um, and it's just it's 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 really useful to have that kind of community that before we were engaged with you guys and before you, like you say, putting that framework in place, we didn't really have. No. So. Imagine it's it's quite a big job, but what what's your favourite bit? What's the best bit of your job then? Um, two things really: working on the leading 
um, edge and cutting edge of technology, and then also working with people from across you know multiple countries. Um, they're, they're really the two the two biggest things that I enjoy doing the most. Um, you know, Tom, as an example, um, very different approach than you know someone maybe in the UK, and it's just being able to kind of react and um, acknowledge that and um, just just get the get the most out of everyone really. Because um, as I say, if we can all row in the same direction, we can we can grow the number a yeah. lot quicker than just doing it in silos really. Yeah, and no. there's there's also the the element that we've started to generate a bit of healthy competition between the countries, not in terms of oh we want to do a bigger number than this, which you know let's face it we all do anyway. Yeah, yeah. But more in terms of oh well they've done this and it's really cool. Why don't we try? Yeah. You know, Let's face it, we're sat here recording a podcast, right? That's pretty <laughs> <Exactly>. cool. <laughs> um, so I suppose away from from your specific role or the, the uniqueness of your role a yes. little bit, so how would you say you've seen the, the technical engagement specifically around Dell change within the channel in, say, like the last five years? So you've been with Dell for four, yeah. right? yeah. How's that? How's that changed? How's that been more open and collaborative? I guess. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, from an Amir perspective, you know, the Heroes program has been, I think, a key cornerstone to to what we do. You know, the my Dell colleagues they'll organise local Heroes events. Um, we've also got a global Heroes webinars, four or five of those, and then. More recently, we've actually created a distribution-specific heroes uh, enablement program. Um, so we hold, you know, four or five webinars every quarter, and then we give. Once we've given you the latest and greatest, we give you the content, and then you can go and run events with your partners, and we can support if need be. And I think that just saves time, you know, and in, in, you know increases efficiencies for everyone involved. Really, you get the latest and greatest information. And it's, you know, in a, in a program, really. Um, I think another thing is, you know, our partner portal has evolved. Um, I mean, I'll take your feedback on it. But, you know, in terms of like FAQ documents, um, white papers, solution papers, you know, third party papers can all be accessed via the Knowledge Center, you know, and it's all quite a good menu driven system. Um and then in terms of, you know, every everyone working collaboratively, obviously COVID being there, working online and, you know, having federation with teams, you know, we can chat together on your Microsoft teams on ours. And I think that can save time. You know, sometimes you can't always pick up the phone, but you might be able to send an instant message to someone. Yeah. Um, so little things like that, I think, have uh, have improved. And have you uh, have you started to enjoy being able to get out and about more? Yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've been in your, you know, Tech Data Warrington office for some years, probably pre-COVID, to be honest. Um, so yeah, really, really good to get out and about again. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm enjoying it, but I forgot how uh, how tired you can get just driving for hours every day. Well, yeah, suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you touched on the the Heroes program. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the uh the key drivers of that collaboration at a local and in fact like a global level but for us it's it's 
really helpful in in terms of education so it's it's kind of open to all and it's back in back in the day he says with his zimmer frame and uh, <laughs> little bottle glasses um back in the day it always used to be you'd run train the trainer sessions and you'd, you'd essentially be packing off one or two guys to go around the country and sit in hot meeting rooms with people and try and teach them everything all at once but that those hero sessions are really useful for you know let's cover as wide a range as possible cover as much ground as possible and then we can take it offline after that he says in management speak and 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 then you know delve into areas that you normally wouldn't get a chance to go over and even look into areas of the portfolio that you would never have thought to look at yeah so the just kind of the range of subject matter for me is is what makes those really you know stand apart from everything i've seen from other vendors up till now wow that's really really good feedback thanks rick <laughs> for that um i mean yeah, i mean the other thing i'll just throw in there the ebcs that we do the technical ebc once a year kind of follows our internal tech summit so we've got the content there and then we just run a technical ebc just with tech data you invite your partners to that again across a mere over two half-day Zoom calls. Maybe next year we can look to do it physically again. Um, but I think that's quite effective. It covers a whole, you know, 12 topics or something. Um, and, yeah, it covers topics that you don't always consider. So you've, you brought the EBC. I'm, I'm still still bitter about that. The last in-person one I had to turn down because you booked it on, on my 40th birthday. And- oh, God. Dear you know, me. I'm not holding you personally responsible, but you're here, so I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to move the date. <laughs> yeah, next exactly. Year, so, definitely. You know, maybe early November might work. Early but, November, know, not late. Well, middle of November is my birthday, okay, so yeah, so go early. That's, yeah, that's what we're saying. Negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as we've touched on it a few times about the kind of depth and breadth of the portfolio, what kind of area of the portfolio or maybe specific technology is it that you're you're most enthused about excited about or see having the biggest impact moving forward in the next couple of years yeah that's a great question rick um i mean there's a number of areas you know for, first of all storage uh, you know we, we've seen some great innovations there we've uh, just had our two-year birthday with power store you know, having NVMe and the benefits of that, you know, with um, scale up, scale out architecture and um, and now looking at, you know, version three that's just come out as well. So in two years, three major software releases. So that excites uh, for sure. And, you know, we've got a really good roadmap on that. Um, also, you know, that hybrid multi-cloud, uh, you know, partnering with VMware or even Microsoft with their Azure and Azure stack as well. Um, I think that's an area that, you know, has got opportunity for the future as well. Um, obviously, VMware with our VX Rail, uh, that's had really good success in the market. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I believe, you know, leveraging a hyperscaler like a, a Microsoft and then how can we leverage the on-prem data center and connect the two together, um, you know, a, a vendor like Dell, being able to offer a solution there 
in a consistent way, um, giving agnostic and giving choice um, is is the way to go. Well, I think that's that's the main point, isn't it? I think when when people are looking at hybrid or multi-cloud in general, there's always a temptation to almost think of the hardware as secondary, right? Where what we're having on-prem don't really matter, right? But as I've been having more and more of these conversations with partners, it's it's making it clear that it's, you know, Dell EMC should really be central to all those conversations because it's not just about the hardware, it's about the whole ecosystem, right? You've got the the VCF side with VMware, you've got Azure Arc running on Azure Stack HCI clusters on the site and scaling out to whichever cloud you want it to be managed on. It's it's something that we need to be pushing kind of front and center, I'd guess. And you know, from my perspective, it's it's something I heard a lot about a couple of years ago. You know how how you'll always hear in these launch videos or sessions with someone going, This is the future. Um, you know, let's face it, I heard that about VDI about fifteen years ago. I'm still waiting for it to take over. Yeah. Um but more and more I'm actually speaking to customers rather than me just trying to tell partners that this is the way. Speaking to more and more customers who are going, well, how do we do this? How do we get here? And mm-hmm. it's it's that journey, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and also in addition to that, you know, the more data, you know, it is a data era. You know, it's been accelerated with COVID. You know, some could say five years acceleration in the space of, you know, one and a half years. And with that, security, the attack vectors have grown because everything's digital. So cybersecurity, data protection is you know, front and center of decision makers and how they're going to protect the brand, how they're going to protect the the loyalty. So again, we can offer, you know, some good things there in data protection, both on the client side, but also in the mission critical data side. Yeah, you know, recovering a loss of data and uh, doing that in the most efficient way. I think uh, we're, we're highlighting in this podcast, I think almost by accident, why it's so important that we have someone like Keith who's able to uh, tie us all in together with the latest information and the right people. Because each each product that we're talking about has got a hell of a lot of expertise required to size properly, to implement properly. And and it's something that no no one can do on their own, right? So leveraging you and the team around you is is how we can offer it to our partners and how our partners can can make the most of it yeah absolutely rick and no thanks for those words and you know it goes two ways you know you and your relationships with the partners and giving us your feedback on things to improve you know such as you know the smart value offers that we have on a regular basis even you know feedback on features that need to be in the roadmap and things that you know that sensory feedback you give us on a regular basis is, is really appreciated and fed back. Thank you very much. This has all gone a bit mutual appreciation. Wasn't expecting that, but you know, <laughs> we are where we are. Well, I mean, that was all I, I really wanted to cover off today, Keith. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, hopefully anyone who's listened has, uh, has taken quite a bit from that. So if you've got any any suggestions on things that you want to hear from us in the future or any feedback on the podcast, 
you know, just drop us an email. The email address is dellenterprise at techdata.com. And, you know, if you've got any opportunities or you want to find out more, you can use that email address or, or reach out to your uh, sales team within Tech Data. So whether that's your ISC, your FSE, or, or even a, a BDM or the, the uh, product overlay teams, just give us a shout. We're all here. We can, we can help with whatever you need. Thanks a lot.